chapter 12, starting with your soul. Congrats, you made it to the end. My hope is that you feel you have a better understanding of the heart and mind of God through getting a more cohesive picture of the story of the Bible. For me, when I started to understand the story and what God has done from the beginning of time until today and how he has moved in these universal and historical ways, I realized how relevant God is in my personal life. That feeling something is missing. Humanity shares an innate feeling whether we experience it consciously or unconsciously. It's the feeling that something is missing. The good news, though, is that the Bible tells us what is missing a relationship with God. We are created to live life with, know, and interact with God. Even though this desire is at our core, it's not always our reflex because we get disconnected from God. But the fact of the matter is life is built from the soul up. That missing thing, a relationship with God, it happens in our souls. Physical things can't give us ultimate fulfillment in life, and they certainly can't satisfy our souls. Our struggle to fill our souls is like an appetite. When you have an appetite for food and you overeat, what you are really trying to do is satisfy the soul. When you have an appetite for sex and you sleep around, you're trying to satisfy the soul. When you have an unquenchable appetite for success, you're longing to satisfy the soul. You may not know that's what you're doing, but that's what God says. The heart is the wellspring of life. Everything flows from it, Proverbs 4.23. So whether we can put our finger on it or not, we all have a deep longing that the all-powerful, all-knowing God would know us personally. Our souls could be fulfilled if God would bring his power, his creativity, his authority, and his love to bear on us. That is who God is. He's not looking to bring his wrath and judgment on you. The Bible says he doesn't want anyone to perish. What he has done and how he has worked over time is to bring his love and his mercy to bear on us because he is willing to freely forgive us. My hope for you. Hopefully this is the beginning of your journey in understanding the heart and mind of God and knowing that you are uniquely and wonderfully made and deeply and passionately loved. God has offered to sacrificially purchase your life. With humility and surrender, you can yield your life and live in relationship with this God that did all those things for you. What is it like to live with God? If this is you, if you've begun the journey of following Jesus, you can expect that life will begin to make sense in ways it hasn't before. All the loose ends and pieces of life will come together. At the same time, you can't expect that life will be perfect, easy, all your dreams will come true, or that you'll never struggle again. That is all a gross misunderstanding of life with God because this temporal world is imperfect and sinful. You can expect, however, that God will be your help. You can expect that he will be with you through all of the good and all of the bad of your life. You can expect, as part of the people of God, you will have a different relationship with other Christ followers. You can expect the fruits of the Spirit in your life, which are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, Galatians 5.22 and 23. All these are byproducts of having God in your life. You can expect them to play out in ways that continue to make Jesus make sense to you and the people around you who see your life change. What do I do now? This book may be close to over, but that doesn't mean your journey is. If this is making sense to you and you find yourself connecting to the message of the gospel on a soul level for the first time, respond to God. Respond to the Bible as the truth of God. Respond to his love and his offer of free salvation. Respond to his directives. I would immediately go and connect to someone who is a committed Christ follower. That may be at a church, a friend, or a campus ministry. I would double down. 
If I find something in life and my first interaction with it is mind-blowing and exciting to me, I dive deeper into it. If you go on a date and feel its love at first sight, you're going to get to know that person on a deeper level. Ultimately, marriage is a commitment to know someone deeply for the rest of their lives. A relationship with God is similar, so dive deep into knowing Him. With spiritual stuff, the Bible would say don't do that alone. Connect with friends, spiritual teachers, and mentors. If you aren't quite there yet, if you aren't ready to move forward with faith in God, that's okay. Read another book. Keep going. Keep searching. If this book has piqued your curiosity but didn't answer all your questions, that's fine. Don't throw out your curiosity. Keep pursuing it. If this is the first movie in a series and you don't know how the story goes, see the next one. If this is the first date and you think, I don't know, they're cool so far, have the second date, don't get discouraged. Keep moving on it even if you don't have all questions answered yet. In your search for God, know that you are not the only active one. God wants to be found and wants to be known by you. 